Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer. Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Here's Trey Biddy. All right, Trey. Uh, if you'll bear with me for just a moment, I'll try not to take too much of your time, but we have had numerous questions. You may or may not be aware, but there is on bet Saracen, there is, you can place a bet, yes or no, will there be a doink in the game? Doink. <laughs> doink. A doink. And Official got, term. And we got that clarified, uh, again, by our man, Neil Atkinson. Uh, first, a field goal or extra point attempt must hit one of the two uprights or the crossbar. Okay. All right. Second, the kick must miss. Oh. As the balls that clank off the upright but bounce in are only doinks in spirit, <laughs> not reality. The, the doink has to hit the crossbar or one of the uprights, and it cannot be successful in kickoffs do not count. And, oh, by the way, apparently CBS Sports has a camera dedicated to the doinks. Really? Doink cam. Doink cam. Doink is, cam. Is here. I, I, oh a friend of mine just texted me, and he said, this is my favorite prop bet ever. <laughs> and I, I love it. You can go from everything on the Super Bowl to coin fl- the coin flip. Yep. Which yep. you got a solid 50-50 at, right? Um, you can go. I, I like the anthem. I like doing the anthem. That's a fun one too. Yeah, I've and done I, that one for years and years. I, um, sometimes I, once I even sang the anthem time myself. But uh, <laughs> what was your time? What was your time? Did you? I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't every year. It's it's crazy because I do it every year, like once a year. But I couldn't tell you exactly how long the anthem is supposed to be. Um, it's it's news to me every time. So I'm not like oh, you know, minute thirty seven. That's I, I, I have no idea. All right, Neil gave this as further clarification. Oh, boy. During last year's Super Bowl between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs, the doink bet cashed with 227 left in the first quarter when Harrison Butker's 42-yard field goal smashed into the left upright. I love it. I'm 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 betting on it. By the way, Trey, the over is favored for good reason in the national anthem. The average anthem time, according to a USA Today article, is one minute and five seconds if sang or if sung the average length. So if they really extend it out, then you want to go the over typically. Yeah. You, 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 sometimes you see it and take a lot of liberties with the with some of the runs and <laughs> the song, and it goes. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is sure. their moment. National anthem at the Super Bowl. You got to make it count. Got to draw some of those lines out as best you can. Now, I'm sure you guys are, are jumping in all the Taylor Swift stuff, right? Uh, yeah. Important. And you know what I was wondering about that? Number 13. 
What do you bet on? What? Can it bet appear? Is it appearances? What, what is it? Can you bet well, on appearances? I think, I think, I think she's going to be on tour. So I don't know. I don't think she's making no, she's it. Oh, she's coming back. She's, she's coming back. back oh, yeah. No. She's like in, in Asia or something, I thought. She's going to be um, flying back. She can make it by Saturday night back from yeah. her last, last concert there. There was oh, a West good. Wing. Uh, thank, thank goodness. Yeah. Was, <laughs> yeah. There's a West worried. Wing scene, scene uh, from years ago that solved this entire thing, uh, coincidentally. Now, Taylor Swift coming back. Here's what I would say. If there is a bet on a number of times that they show her, first of all, the average, according to a New York Times investigation found, they only average show her 25 seconds per game. Mm-hmm. But it, the director should not be allowed to bet on this because they have full discretion on how many oh. times they punch her up. So if anyone knows that director, that's where you'd want to go for uh, for you your bet. For trading. That's it. Is that? Trading. <laughs> well, you can get that. banned, but they Locked might break up. your hand in Vegas next time you go there. Yeah. And he's there already. So can't yeah. do that. I mean, I, my daughter's ten, so I'm a Swifty by connection, I guess. But uh, I, I saw this thing that was kind of funny. It was breaking because her favorite number apparently is thirteen, and it was breaking down all the thirteens associated with the Super Bowl, like. Four plus nine, 49ers, it's 13. Brock Purdy's number's 13. There was like a long list of stuff. <laughs> yeah, her 13th appearance, 13th appearance at an NFL game. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, coincidence to, to the number 13. I can, hear, I can hear the channels going. It's her 13th appearance, right yeah. Oh, yeah, my, I know, I know. Hey, by the way, I got a fun <laughs> stat for you guys. Uh, my buddy Daniel texted me. He's the one who loved that prop bet. He said, Anthem, my bet is going under this year. Reba has sang it twice previously. It was under that time by several seconds. So there you go. A little background on the Anthem bets. She sang it twice before, and it's both been under. Randy, go ahead and make your bet right now. I can see you reaching for your phone. There you go. Make your bet. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Oh, my uh, goodness. Who wears the dark jerseys in this game? And the Chiefs wearing white. The Chiefs would be a white. No, the Chiefs are wearing red. Okay. Well, that's because what Taylor does it Swift's song. Hey, that's because Taylor Swift's song is Loving You is Red. There you go. That's it. There's more of it. I knew you can't he, escape it. You I can't knew escape Andy Reid did Swift. that for a purpose. <laughs> can't escape the Swift connection. She told him they're on the field after the uh, Baltimore game. Coach, you got to go red. Got to go red. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. Uh, by the way, Trey, for what it's worth, you did talk about it a little bit yesterday. Today is National Signing Day. Is it? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's not National Signing Day because I, I feel like you got to get every state involved. And did Arkansas State have any? I don't know if they had any signings. I've not seen anything yet as a release. Yeah, so I know Arkansas didn't. Arkansas's recruiting class is is interesting. It's the the population of the class is similar. Now, I think it might be the lowest I've seen, but it's similar to what you would see in a transition year when you have a brand mm, new coach. Good and point. They're like, we're not going to make you know, a bunch of reaches. We're going to take you know just quality players, and for the most part, aside from that, Arkansas has done that. And you can look at it on the surface. Uh, you know, like you know, they're ranked 15th in the SEC, just ahead of Vanderbilt, which is no good, right? Um, what's interesting, you know, and I'm going to give some ifs and buts, so anybody who doesn't want to listen to ifs and buts. So if you did fill up the class with, like, the average recruit ranking or just a bunch of middle-range three stars, you're easily a top 25 recruiting class. The thing that hurts Arkansas when you say, you know, they're 15th in the SEC 
is the number, the total of 16. Obviously, losing some key players, Ashton Bethel Roman, you know, Walker White from inside the state, Courtney Crutchfield inside the state, those those are pretty big blows. You don't want to lose your top players from inside the state. And the Walker White one was, you know, kind of an interesting one because he wasn't super heavily recruited by Kendall Browles. Danny knows came in late, you know, and I think he just had that connection with Hugh Freeze. But it's interesting um, to lose out on two guys like that to Auburn and, and to Missouri especially because that's just not – that's not a battle that Arkansas has – really ever lost i can't remember a guy that arkansas really wanted dire really really wanted dire who come on Trey. No, you i'm know. talking i'm talking missouri oh missouri auburn, i thought you meant auburn, auburn. okay but except yeah. for yeah. a guy with three names but he was Lee's from Zimba, missouri yeah go to mosley yeah, yeah yeah there's a list of guys that arkansas wanted that went to auburn um but didn't you know but missouri you're right yeah i agree but outside missouri, of dgb yeah missouri hasn't for in-state guys yes for guys that are inside yes, the state that's true Arkansas, there's never been one. You know, Akil Byers, Arkansas, didn't, uh, didn't ever extend an offer to him. There's been a couple others that have gone up there from Arkansas, but not guys that Arkansas really targeted. So that's, that one, to me, stings when you're talking about a top 50 national player. Uh, but here's the other side of the coin. I, and I said this before. Sam Pittman said at the beginning of the year, before the season started, that he wanted to sign a 25-man class ideally. That would be the ideal size for a recruiting class. I, at the time, said, well – I think for Arkansas, being the size state it is, the access to talent, I think it's more realistic to do 20 high school recruits and 10 transfer portal guys. That, to me, is more of a healthy approach. When you have a healthy roster, I think it's 20 and 10. I think that's the number. Right now, it's 16 high school and 13 transfers, and it's going to be more. There are going to be more transfers in this class than there are high school recruits. And that is indicative of an unhealthy roster, which Arkansas had last year. They went 4-8, and eight, didn't have a good season. The roster isn't healthy, so you have to come in and get immediate help. You can't spend all your extra spots in recruiting. Now, they should have gotten up to closer to, you know, 18-19. They should have gotten up closer to that. Um, but you can't. You cannot bring in a 25-man recruiting class when a lot of these guys have to be developed and you have serious issues on the offensive line and you need immediate help. They need two more offensive linemen still in addition to the three they have. They need, in my opinion, two more defensive tackles. They need another linebacker. And you look at the, you know, the number of players that they brought in in the secondary because they had to have them, number of players they brought in at linebacker, and they had a lot of attrition at linebacker. Offensive line needed to bring in a wide receiver. You know, needed a good blocking tight end. There were certain things that this group absolutely had to have in immediate impact players. And so, no, they weren't able to go out and get a 25-man class. If they had gone out and got a 25-man class, they would have had some major, major holes on this roster because the roster isn't healthy. Now it's healthier now, but you can't live like that year after year. You can't live on bringing in more transfers than you do high school recruits. You can't live on not bringing in a single defensive tackle out of the high school ranks in this class. That's just not – it's just not practical. But as long as the roster is not healthy, that's what Arkansas is is having to do. That's what they had to do last year, and that's what they have to do this year. So moving forward, to me, I feel – and Arkansas is not going to be Georgia where, you know, they go out and sign 23 recruits and – bring in, you know, six transfers or something like that. There's just 
it, it makes sense for Georgia to do that because they have such access to talent right next door. Uh, well, all over, at their front door, at their back door, at the side door, at the pool house, everywhere. <laughs> but Arkansas doesn't have that. Arkansas is five and a half hours away from Dallas. That's, you know, really the closest hotbed uh, of talent that they're, they're near. So I think it makes sense more of a 2010. I think when we get, you know, Arkansas closer to that number, I think then you'll probably, you know, you'll probably also feel at the same time. You know what? The roster's put together pretty well. They didn't, they didn't really need a ton of transfers this year. But you look at this roster also, guys. There are 25 starters, including specialists. I think, um, I believe like nine of them, Arkansas recruited out of high school. The rest of them came from transfer either. Hmm. And, and this is my projected roster. They came from transfer portal, this past, you know, or coming in from the transfer portal, or they came in from the transfer portal in the past. Like Takias Crawford would count in that category because he transferred in from Charlotte. Um, so Landon Jackson transferred in two years ago. So most of the tar- starters on my projected roster are from the transfer portal, and that includes who I think will be every single starting offensive lineman. Me portal guys. Yeah, probably yep. so. Well, hey, makes sense. Shouldn't school. be worse than Poor last guys. year's, right? Yeah, I shouldn't say makes that. Sense. They probably will be better than last year's. We'll I've got hard to be worse. Crawford penciled in right now. Now we'll see what happens with a guy like, um, like Brandon Branson Hickman. We'll see what happens with him. The transfer from SMU, who's pretty high on Arkansas, started 33 games at center for him. All AAC, all AAC last year. Pretty coveted guy. So we'll see what happens with him. But if he comes in, then you're looking probably Addison Nichols at a guard spot if he's not the center. Um, you know, Takias Crawford, I think I've kind of got him penciled in at left guard right now. We'll see how that shakes out. Um, left tackle would be uh, uh, Keyshawn Blackstock, prob- or excuse me, Fernando Carmona probably on the left side. Transfer from um, San Jose State. Right guard, Joshua Braun, who transferred from Florida last year. And right tackle, Keyshawn Blackstock, transfer from Michigan State. Hmm. Let's talk with uh, – never mind. It's two, in a, it's two days now, in a row. Now, now, so I, I he was – I think he wanted to call in the last segment. So It still counts, Randy. Oh. You can't just make up the rules in the middle <laughs> of the game. That's painful. That's painful. <laughs> Jake, bail me out here. Jake, you have a question or comment for Trey? Absolutely. How you guys doing? There you go. Boom. uh, He back. He back. He back. Hey. What do you got? Hey, man. uh, On this Devo thing, I just wanted to say that, like, I agree with Rick on this. Uh, I think taking that, you know, the biggest thing was the wording. It was he left the team indefinitely was what was put out by the media when he first left. It wasn't that he took some time or whatever else. He left the team. That, to me, says quit. But, Mm -hmm. again, we don't know. And I think, you know, somewhere between you and what Rose said, Rick, is the right answer to this thing. You know, it's it's not our business. I mean, it's JW's a jack wagon, by the way. That guy calls into Justin's show every day to start a fight. I mean, 
seriously, he's he, he's an idiot. Sorry for saying it, but he is. Um, and uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. I I hope he does well coming back. I hope whatever was going on with him is, you know, reconciled or you know, he's doing better. And maybe maybe there's a slight chance we can kind of turn this thing around. I don't know. I'm excited for baseball, though. And, yeah, I wanted to say, man, sad thing about Peyton Stovall. I mean, yeah, I broken foot. Oh, yeah. And everybody, I, I, someone called in earlier, one of the earlier shows, and said, what, is Peyton Stovall made of glass? And, uh. Man, I hate when people say stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I, injuries I happen. Know. Yeah. Yeah, he's out for four to six weeks for the. If, those yeah, it's four to six weeks, but here, here's the deal. My my daughter, she's senior in high school now, but when she she was playing uh, she was playing softball growing up, and when she started fast pitch softball, the very second pitch from a pitching machine in a batting cage hit her hand and broke it. This kind of stuff, ha- I mean, it happens. That's like not the player's fault at all. This you was know, a thrown, has, thrown pitch by his teammate in a scrimmage. Oh, yeah. I saw it. Yeah, but it was it obviously was not intentional. No, I mean, no, no. It was yeah, bad I, luck. We, I, I saw. Randy, we, 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 we both played baseball, and, and Rick, you know, you know everything about baseball. You get hit, man. Some of those guys, I don't know how they walk it off like they do because it it, it hurts. I mean, you, you take one in the ribs or – Right in a leg bone or something? Yeah, you're going to feel it. For Who a was while. it? The Arizona third baseman missed about half of the season because he fouled a ball off of his leg. Yeah. I mean, it happens. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. And Stovall so, had anyway, a torn well, labrum last year, too, right? Thanks, Jake. In yeah. May. Yes, he did. Now, I saw, I was kind of halfway paying attention. Um, I was at the scrimmage on, um, was that Monday? Was that Monday? Yeah, yeah. Monday. Yeah. Um, these days are running together for me. But, yeah, I was at the scrimmage, and I, I kind of half saw what happened. And I saw him, and I believe they, like, just let him continue to bat, I think. Yeah, they sent a pinch yeah. runner to first base. Sent a pinch runner and let him to continue bat. to bat. Yes. And then he, he got a hit, and he ran. Like, so he didn't know that it was broken until he, he ran to first base because he was hobbling when he ran to first base, if I remember how that – Played. I don't. I don't think they let him take a base. I think. I think he batted again after that. I think he trade. batted again and then and hit and then ran to first and hobbled to first and then at that time they, they put like, a pinch runner in for him. Yeah. Yeah. They came and brought somebody out. To, right. Because he was obviously, you know, something was wrong. But even at that time, I didn't think that you know we we're looking at a broken foot. No. No one did. By the way, Trey, for what it's worth, Henderson State, uh, they added forty-two on signing day. Harding University added 41 today. Uh, Arkansas Tech added 43 today. And I'm missing UCA. They added 27 today. And I got this by way of our Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line. Arkansas State added 5 today. And that added to the 20. that they signed in the early signing period for a total of 25. I think I haven't seen Washita yet. So haven't seen UA Monticello. Yeah. That's good to know. 
So that's good to know. It's, it's interesting how this calendar has changed so much over the last few years. I mean, it used to be, you know, there was a little bit where it was half your class, half your class early, half your class late, mm-hmm. and then the last couple few years. Uh, I think it wasn't last year, but maybe the year before that, they didn't sign anybody on National Signing Day. They'd already, or, or they signed everybody on the early period. And, you know, last year I think they they had Shamar Easter. I can't remember if they had anybody else, but maybe. Uh, and then this year, obviously, they didn't sign anybody on National Signing Day. So, um, But everybody, I mean, everybody also enrolls early. Guys, I, I can remember it wasn't that long ago when, well, you know, Two or three. Two or three guys enrolling yeah. early. Usually a quarterback quarterback was usually a big deal to get him enrolled early and uh now literally out of the 16 that are that are signed uh 12 of them are on campus right now it's all everybody but well no not 16 it's uh it's 13 because ashton bethel roman he was one of the four so it's just cross johnson and bradley shaw and wyatt simmons are the only ones who aren't enrolled Wow. How things have changed. All right, Troy, we will talk with you tomorrow. That's straight video of hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane, Hyundai, and Genesis of Conway.